All right. I'll count it down in three, two. <laughs> Sorry. I tried to get it out as quickly as possible. <laughs> oh, gosh. Hey everyone, this is Chris, and you're listening to One Cross Radio, and today we are joined by the always awesome and fun, Mike and Tom. Gentlemen, how are you doing this uh, this afternoon? Uh, not too bad. Not too bad, thank you. I'm alive, so. Well, that's, <laughs> well, that's, that's good. good. <laughs> uh, I was going to say, Tom, you waved. Uh, the video's not going up, so no problem. Oh, yeah, I, know. I can't see you. <laughs> you guys. Oh, I finally okay. oh that's so nice of you. <laughs> I didn't realize I didn't have my camera on this whole time. And then I was like, oh, wait, they can't see me. <laughs> um, and today, gentlemen, you have joined me to talk about, uh, we're doing, listener, another episode in our Unmade series. Uh, in case you didn't read the title and you were just like, all right, new episode of One Cross Radio is out. Let's just go. Which I hope you did. But also, Very read. flattering. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so we're go- jumping back into our Unmade series, and today we're talking about one of our favorite uh, film franchises, gentlemen. We're looking at unmade films of the Star Wars saga. Uh, and I'm specifying films because if we were to just look at unmade Star Wars things, period, we would be here a lot longer. <laughs> uh, Den of Geek actually has, uh, when I was searching for films... They've got a link about 43 canceled Star Wars things, and only five to ten of those are movies. Um, at some point, I do want to dive into more of these, and I'll probably do this with you, Tom, and maybe Christian if he wants to join. Uh, the pantheon of unmade Star Wars video games is staggering. Uh, so that's a topic for a different time. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the pain oh, yeah. in Tom's voice. That we deserve. Squadron's a lot of fun. Squadron's uh, a lot of fun. Uh, Order's a lot of fun. We we got two relatively good Star Wars games and a plethora of crap. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, uh, <laughs> so we're uh, we're limiting our discussion to films. So. Uh, gentlemen, uh, if you quickly can just uh, share which one is which is your favorite Star War? <laughs> like actual made Star Wars? Pardon? Like uh, the ones that are actually made? Oh yeah, yeah. Which one's your favorite? And when did you kind of fall in love with Star Wars? Jeez. Uh, well, I mean, I can answer the first, the second part of your question very easily. Uh, yeah. I think I was about like eight, eight or nine years old, and. Uh, it, Maybe I don't know. When when did the when did the when did the uh the, the re releases come out in theaters? Ninety seven. Okay, so I've been ten years old. So I was yeah, close and around that area. My dad and I went to go see uh Empire in the theater. Um I had never I had never seen any of the Star Wars before, so I, I didn't I, I didn't even I didn't even see New Hope. <laughs> I just saw Empire. <laughs> Holy crap, like mind exploded as a ten year old. Um, yeah. immediately immediately watched New Hope. Uh, Return of the Jedi came out, I think, not long after that in theaters. We went and saw it. I, I watched the video, like I watched the, the the VHS way before that, though. But yeah, I remember that day specifically. I was in Cedar Bray Mall, 
fell in love with Star Wars and uh, never looked back. Cedarbury nice. Mall Cinemas. <laughs> nice. I remember that. I went yeah. there to see Batman Forever for the second time. <laughs> and I think, no, not Independence Day. I saw something else there, but I remember Batman Forever for sure seeing it there. But uh, uh, did, did you want to I was out that. I'm done with the second oh. part because the first part's <laughs> The so first part's easy, yeah. I mean, the second part's easy. The first part's the hard part. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't know what my favorite is, but I remember uh, also in 97, I saw the commercials. I had heard of Star Wars before, and I remember a couple of years prior, I had borrowed uh, uh, Empire, the VHS, from Dawes Road Library. <laughs> and uh, I tried watching it, but I fell asleep. Um, I don't think that was any fault of the movie. I was just tired. or I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, and plus I had no context, and it was like a really worn out videotape too, so I couldn't see anything. Um, but anyway, yeah, January uh, '97, uh, I saw the commercials. I remember vividly seeing the uh, the the trailer for it, where it was like for a generation, and it was yeah. on this TV. Um, fans have watched Star Wars in this way, and then a tie or a, um, an X wing comes in, and it, it, as it comes towards the camera, the screen expands to widescreen. And it flies and, uh, out of the TV. Yeah, flies out of the TV. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And uh, so I saw that, and I'm, and uh, my birthday was coming up. So I'm like, uh, I asked my parents, could I go see that for my birthday? And uh, my parents, being who they are, were like, eh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, it worked out that um, shortly after, I think it was, it was the day that Empire Special Edition came out, um, I saw... Uh, a New Hope. My dad took me to see that, and my mom and my sister went to go see Jerry Maguire. Um, but yeah, like, I was hooked instantly. Like, instantly. Uh, I loved everything about this movie. <laughs> like, I, I've always loved dogfights, and like, the Death Star attack yeah. was like, yeah. I don't know what to call it. It was ice cream. It was beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> like, so yeah, and then I went and saw I saw Empire with a friend of mine and his and his dad, and that was cool. But I already knew about the whole "I'm your father" thing, and I never got to see Jedi on the big screen. But anyway, <laughs> and then I was obsessed with Star Wars. Yeah. Well, obsessed. That's, I, I remember like I, my dad introduced them to me. We watched them on VHS. I never got to see the special editions in theater. Um, so I, we borrowed the VHSs from down the hall uh, from our neighbors, and we kept them for like a week. And I watched all three even back. repeatedly, just kept watching them over and over. Um, and then I met you guys in middle school. And Mike, you and I, like, we've joked before on podcast episodes, like, we bonded over wrestling and Star Wars. Yeah, but I feel like especially Star Wars, uh, that one stuck less than the wrestling stuff less so. <laughs> um, and then of course Tom, you and I did as well, and the three of us did, and we talk about like Rogue Squadron and the uh, the V wing that they introduced in it, and how it tied into like the Dark Empire comic. Um, and then when I finally got a DVD player, it was so I could get Star Wars on DVD. 
and I watched Empire Strikes Back in the widescreen for the first time ever. And I was so wrapped up in it because there was just little things that I had never seen because it got pushed out in full screen that by the time it got to the no, I am your father line, I was like, well, wait, I knew this. I was just so wrapped up again. But it Mm -hmm. happens. Like When you first saw it as a kid, you just became obsessed with it. I think Jurassic Park did the same with dinosaurs. We're like, what? Oh, my God. Yeah. And some of the, the Avengers do a really good job of too. Like no matter how many times I've seen the Avengers, like I, I watched Avengers: Age of Ultron last night, and uh, and and when 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 the, when they're all like standing in, in that circle and they're all back to back and they're they're protecting the core, like my, my my heart still flutters. I get butterflies on my stomach. Like like it's the first time I'm seeing them team up, and I'm like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Same with the uh, with the first Avengers movie when they do the circle yeah. shot. I'm yeah. still pumped. Like, every, like I don't think I'll ever not be pumped for Avengers Assemble in Endgame. Like, I, like that is the only movie. Like I think I've said this before, maybe not on your podcast, so I'll say it again. Um, like in a movie theater, I am like I'm quiet. I don't make any noise. I don't talk. Nothing. But like during Endgame, I was fist pumping and going, "Yeah!" Like, I, was, I was super in the theater. Um, but yeah, like. I remember, uh, and we're kind of off topic now, but um, like that's when, how uh, we do. Yeah, when when um, it's about to be Avengers Assemble, and I'm like, he's gonna say the thing. <laughs> <laughs> I was so pumped. So yeah, pumped, me too. Yeah. I I remember like I try to be quiet in the theater. Um, I we all saw the prequels multiple times in theaters, but I saw a midnight showing of Revenge of the Sith. And when Lucasfilm showed up, we all collectively lost our mind. Like the theater erupted. And at that point, we knew like, okay, the other two were what they were. But it was just for that brief moment. The cynicism was gone, and we were wrapped up in that like childlike excitement again of like, yeah, yeah. That's the thing. Like even um, even with the the, the uh, Force Awakens, it was yeah, yeah. Everyone was cheering, yeah. and then by the time Rise of Skywalker got along, it was like, eh. <laughs> all right, a okay, bit of let's, trepidation. Let's see how this is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and dear listener, before we actually jump into the topic at hand, I just want to say, if you're noticing any audio issues, we are recording over Skype and it is a documented fact that Skype hates me. So please bear with me. Very true. Um, <laughs> so please bear with me. It's just the easiest way for us to record. Um, and also right, we so, have some rules. <laughs> yes, we do. We do. Thank you for reminding me. So. Uh, we talked about this before we recorded, but I'll let y'all know, listeners, that the rules of looking at unmade Star Wars movies today are they have to be at least substantiated. Uh, the quote has to come from a director, a producer, someone involved. It can't just be someone on Reddit or a Star Wars fan board being like, wouldn't this be cool? And trying to gain traction. Uh, you know, how in real life, there's a lot of. What was that, Tom? No, I'm just making a bad joke about some guy on Reddit saying there's going to be a Padme movie. <laughs> uh. <laughs> no, there uh, there will be for sure a Padme book, like no question. Uh, Books are easy. 
Yeah. All right, and now we're going mobile. I gotta let Luna out. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm so go mobile. Exactly. How how long will it take to get market fresh strawberries? <laughs> Eight minutes. <laughs> Time to go mobile. <laughs> so good. <laughs> uh, so yeah, the the rumors actually have to have some basis of fact behind them. Uh, a quick Google search on anything Star Wars, ninety percent of the first things you'll come across are just rumor in your window or just like, oh, hey, there was this one this one sentence that someone said, so we're going to make an entire 12-minute video about how they're going to cancel the sequel trilogy and pretend it never happened, uh, and that kind of mess. So George Lucas is taking this series back. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> he might be involved a lot at, like more in The Mandalorian and Clone Wars than we thought, but that doesn't mean he's taking it back. Um, and the other thing is, we're going to do as much as we can uh, to make sure this isn't just a dump fest on the sequels or the prequels. Um, we all have feelings about those. Uh, but right now, the fun of Unmade is looking at things that didn't get made for whatever reason. Now, of course, we can say, like, oh, hey, that sounds better uh, than what we got. But let's not turn this into a 10-minute dump fest on the sequels or the prequels. That's fair. My, my opinion on the prequels is evolved anyway, um, quite a bit. I, I enjoy them a lot more uh, than, than, I, than I did. They have I... been made better either by comparison or by supplemental, <laughs> um, supplemental material. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Part of it's supplemental material, but another part of it is I think they, they've also aged relatively well. Um, like I went back and I watched, I watched Phantom Menace and Revenge of the Sith. I didn't watch Attack of the Clones again. Uh, I, I wanted to avoid that one. But uh, yeah, Phantom Menace and Revenge of the Sith are, are actually like quite... I mean, Revenge of the Sith is obviously the best one. But uh, Phantom Menace has a lot of good moving parts in it. Um, yeah, it just got bogged down in all the political stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and yippee. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, on, Disney Plus, on Disney Plus right now, there's a, a Lego Star Wars holiday special. And it ends up involving like uh, time... Uh, time travel shenanigans and one of the funniest parts for me is like ray ends up uh in the phantom menace in multiple spots but in the first spot it's when um obi-wan and qui-gon are on the trade federation ship and obi-wan's just banging his head against the table being like i don't care about trade negotiations <laughs> they're so boring <laughs> so funny um so I think the easiest place to kick this one off is with the sequel trilogy. Uh, now, you're fairly being like, but guys, those got made. They just got released and they were what they were. Some people love them. Some people hate them. And some people are like, all right, they're, they are what they are. Um, some people despise them. <laughs> yes. Like a certain headband wearing individual. <laughs> wow. See, this is where the lack of video in this podcast uh, <laughs> service. Listeners, I'm wearing a headband. <laughs> I also knew you would jump on it right away, so I'm like, ah, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the Star Wars sequels have both existed and not existed since the end of the original trilogy. Um, 
at points George Lucas was all on board with them, and then he would flat out deny their existence. Um, especially around the time the prequel trilogy wrapped, he'd be like, no, the story was only ever the, the six movies. It was Anakin Skywalker's story and then how Luke redeems him. But even back, like, back around Empire, uh, there was talks of not only the sequel trilogy, but a sequel-sequel trilogy. Yes, 12 so episodes. A yeah. quadrilogy of trilogies. <laughs> but not... I can't find any details about what episodes uh, 10, 11, and 12 would have been. Um, I'm trying to find where I had it open. Well, this uh, is going to come up a lot, uh, I think, as we as we discuss further. But George Lucas uh, is an unreliable narrator. He'll say, oh, yeah, I'm making nine of them. I'm making 12 of them. No, I'm only making six. No, it's yeah. just going to stick with the three. I'm going to do this. Oh, no, I'm actually going to do this. I never said I was going to do the first thing. Like, he's... Yeah. You can't get a straight story out of him. Yeah. He's very notorious for that. I mean, especially, given, especially like, given the fact that when he, when he first made... He didn't intend to make a trilogy or, or like, like none, none, of this, none of this really... It all kind of... It all kind of started developing and evolving in yeah. front of him. As, he as says he's talking crap. <laughs> he, he says it was always the original trilogy was always a trilogy, but I don't think it, I don't think it was. I think it was only one episode, and then yeah. he kind of had maybe some things kicking around, where maybe a two and three, but like there was never in the plan, yeah. really. And like Luke and Leia originally were brother and sister in his yeah. draft. That's why they kissed. Yeah, um, I, I know he planned that when when Jedi was being written, like. <laughs> he, he can say otherwise, but no. Well, that's the yeah. that's the I, I I do believe like I'll I'll give him the benefit of the doubt on the original trilogy that he he had planned it planned for a trilogy. I don't think he thought it would get there, and he definitely probably didn't ha- have them as fleshed out because that. Yeah, I think he had a story. Yeah, yeah. bare structure sort of thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The attitude about Star Wars when it was being made was like, this isn't who's going to watch this. And then everybody yeah. was wrong. Um, I, uh, sorry. No, no, go. I, was, I, read a, I read a really interesting article uh, a couple of days ago. Uh, I think it was for, I think it was on Screen Rant, or, or maybe it was on Comic Book something. Um, but it, it was the original original draft of Return of the Jedi was calling for Luke to uh, to actually turn to the dark side. Yeah, um, I've heard that. And, and I don't know how legit that is, but I've heard it. Yeah. That I would have been a pretty badass spin, especially mm-hmm. leading for the uh, leading for the sequel trilogy to have Luke as the Empire's uh, Padawan. Or like that, that would have been really cool. So I've got some loose stuff I'll just reference now uh, for the like, a little bit of the ideas they were considering for the the sequel trilogy. But I'll start with Jedi. Um, it was to feature Leia as an isolated monarch. Han was going to die which is something Harrison Ford was pushing for. He thought he wanted to kill Han Solo for years, <laughs> <laughs> which is why no one should have been surprised when Han died. In no, I wasn't really surprised at all. Like, Oh, finally Harrison Ford gets his release. <laughs> <laughs> when people were like, I can't believe they killed Han. I'm like, I, he's been wanting this. Like that's the only reason he came back. <laughs> yeah. He um, came back. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I wasn't surprised. I didn't want it to happen, but I wasn't surprised. I was like, this happened. <laughs> this, makes, this makes 
for it to not have Kylo has to kill his dad. <laughs> well, it's it's also because uh, episode seven was a complete rehash and an old man needed to die on a on a death star. <laughs> You shut yes. your mouth. I hate when people say it was a rehash. <laughs> <laughs> shut your mouth. <laughs> yes, it, it, it had many similar beats. <laughs> it, it was it was a rehash, but it was a very good rehash. I enjoy I enjoyed the fact that it was a rehash. I was like, yes, back to basics, back to Star I, Wars. Thank you. I still enjoy it. I still enjoy it thoroughly, but it is very very much a rehash. I see the anger right now. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So to continue with those notes, Han was Han was going to die. Luke was going to show down with Vader and then apparently exile himself. And Luke and Leia weren't related. Uh, This is also substantiated by Gary Kurtz, who was the producer on uh, New Hope and Empire Strikes Back. Uh, He was not involved in. Return of the Jedi. He didn't like the direction Lucas was going. Um, and it was becoming a bit more toyetic, which is understandable. Um, I like that. <laughs> pardon? Is that a word, toyetic? Yeah. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Even if it is, and I kind of like it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm not going to give you if it isn't, but uh, I don't think it is. <laughs> it's, it's something I've heard used a lot for other films. Okay. Uh, it doesn't mean it's it, a real word. They've used it to <laughs> describe... They, they used it to describe Batman Forever and Batman and Robin, where the toy companies were involved in from the ground up. Uh, so apparently Luke was going to go into exile. So episode seven was going to be the first part of the new trilogy, with the story of Luke as a Jedi. Um, episode eight would have featured Luke's sister, who was not Leia. Um, and then episode nine would introduce the Emperor and depict the the final battle with the emperor. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. So that's that's quite different than what we eventually got, and it's quite different from what Lucas has been revealed lately to be pitching. Um, before when Disney acquired the rights, they also did acquire some pitches or treatments from him for mm-hmm. a sequel trilogy. What is known is, or what Lucas has shared was Leia was going to be uh, the huge focal point. Um, There might not have been a Kylo Ren. The big bad would have been Darth Maul. Um, And after the crumbling of the Empire, it would have been criminal organizations like really causing a lot of issues and country club <laughs> i'm really disappointed that the insult tell that to kanji club didn't catch on <laughs> it should have been, should have been a, a well-known retort <laughs> instead of your mama jokes it should have been tell that to kanji club <laughs> anyway and sorry go on no 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 <laughs> and what's kind of funny is you can with that you can see some of the groundwork for that show up in other Star Wars uh, materials that have that have come out, like Maul was brought back in the Clone Wars, so you also know that this wasn't made before that decision was made, because George Lucas, up until the Clone Wars, was like, "No, Maul is dead." Uh, yeah. And people would try to pitch it for the expanded universe. It would only be in like the Star Wars Tales, which was their version of What If. Yeah. Um, like Maul was dead until clone wars and then when rebels came out 
Maul was doing some stuff with criminal organizations. That happened with within Clone Wars, and especially we got that in the Solo movie. Um, that was badass. <laughs> yeah, that was cool when he was in, yeah. Solo <laughs> it, it was cool, but I also it, 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 that was like the most pointless reason to ignite a lightsaber ever. Yeah, we're just like, yeah, all right, we really got to hammer home that it's Darth Maul. Yeah. We just got to yeah. really specify. He did not need to ignite that lightsaber exactly. at all. <laughs> it's like it was in, the, in the, the stipulation of making this movie that they had to turn on at least one lightsaber before the credits. <laughs> well, yeah, I remember sitting in the theater like, you know what? There hasn't been one lightsaber in this movie. And then Maul at the end, like, oh, well, there we go. <laughs> I was just like, it's either that or them shoehorning him, him being angry at Kenobi for no reason. <laughs> Just like, we will do this and get Kenobi. <laughs> get Kenobi. Yes. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay, that's Darth Maul. Um, yeah. So the other thing that would have been interesting, but gone completely, also gone against the expanded universe, but at this point they had decided the former EU was now out of continuity entirely, was Maul was going to have an apprentice, a popular character from the Star Wars legacy comics, Darth Talon, um, who was a Twi'lek, female Sith who had all the tattoos like Maul did. Um, yeah. yeah, I've so, seen pictures of her. Yeah, she's cool. <laughs> yeah, so it would have been... Uh, that, that that assassin the Emperor used. Uh, what's her name? Uh, Asajj Ventress? Or Asajj Ventress? Yeah, I thought it was going to be Ventress. Um, that would have been a good apprentice. Did she but die? She, she did die in a canon uh, in a canon book, yeah. Oh. In one of the new canon books, she did. I'd like um, to see her in live action. That'd die. be cool. What was that, Tom? In Clone, Clone Wars or Rebels, she didn't die though, right? Uh, no, no. But a uh, new uh, canon novel that's been released, uh, she she did die. Dooku killed her. Oh, that's garbage. Oh, sure. They got to write out right away around that. <laughs> they it was actually legends <laughs> it was actually a good story though uh that canon book it involved uh quaylin boss the jedi who has the uh the yellow highlight under his eyes basically um yeah. if you look him up he's another example of a character that just had a cool look and the fans loved it and the expanded universe was off and running um where he was playing a double agent and he was supposed to side with um, Asajj Ventress, and then he fell to the dark side, and then she saved him at the cost of her life, and that's what redeemed him. It was a good story. Um, uh. And it also, it did tie up that loose end of, like, you have this powerful force user out in the universe. Um, where are they? Like, why didn't they show up in any of the stuff? Like, that's the thing. That's so much of Star Wars now because they're like, hey, the expanded universe is done. We got all these characters that we're saying are alive but don't show up in the original trilogy, so we got to space whale them out of here. Or Space whale them. them. <laughs> <laughs> that's another thing that's so exciting about The Mandalorian is that, that I mean, it's, it's almost guaranteed we're going to get an Ezra Bridger in Mandalorian as well. <laughs> and like, I'm kind of talk, but I don't like that. <laughs> not, not just because I don't like Ezra, but I'm, I, it should be about Mandalorian. It shouldn't be about Dave Filoni's characters from the other shows. Well, 
No, but what, what, what I was saying, I mean, like, because because he went off with Thrawn at the end of Rebels, and, like, nobody knows what happened to Thrawn or, Brid- or Bridger. Like, it's going to it's gonna have to be, like, Ahsoka meeting Thrawn, finding out what happened to Bridger, and, like, it's only going to be, like, a cameo. Like, it's not going to be a part, like, a main part of Mandalorian. I think that's going to be in, in Ahsoka's show um, when, when she gets hers. Um, but they're going to have to be, like, she's on a mission to find Bridger, so they're going to they're gonna have to wrap that up. Yeah. Um, or at least going. As long as the Mandalorian can still be the Mandalorian, uh, I'm fine if it sets if it's also setting up the backdoor pilots to yeah. like the Ahsoka show or all that. As long as it doesn't negatively impact the show, then then I'm good. Um, I, I did just read something about uh, a, a possible force sensitivity with with Mando, and I really hope that that's that that's not the case. Uh, I don't, I don't. I don't want him to be force sensitive. Yeah. Not everyone has to be a Jedi. Can we just have <laughs> non-Jedi people? Although, so, I mean, like the article did like talk about how it, it would be appropriate, like with him ending up with the Darksaber <laughs> and all of that, and, and being a Mandalorian Jedi. But that's not. That's not. No, that's not what I want from the show. To try to get us back on track. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're kind of off track here. <laughs> uh, we're, we're talking about stuff that isn't made yet, <laughs> so it's still unmade as of now. <laughs> Back on track to the films. <laughs> uh, out of those those plans for the sequel trilogies, um, do either of them strike your fancy? Do any of them sound cool, or are you just kind of like, eh, I'm fine that they didn't get made? They sound cool. Um, I'm I don't know about Maul being the main villain, but sorry, I, I interrupted that- you. <laughs> I, I was gonna say that—that's the one part that I'm 100% behind is Maul being the, the main big bad and it being more focused on uh, criminal organizations than than the dark side of the force sort of, sort of thing. Um, but the rest of it, I'm just kind of like, eh. It's—it's. It's, I mean, it would have been in terms of like, um, uh, I guess I guess Luke and Leia weren't weren't related, like you said in that trilogy, so maybe they would have been together. But uh, I, I would have more preferred. The introduction of uh, what's your face from uh, from the aftermath series? Uh, oh, uh, oh, I don't. I can't remember her name, but he actually marries her and has and has a kid. Mara um, Jade. Yes, yes, thank you, Mara Jade. That, uh, is that aftermath though? Because aftermath is the canon stuff. Yeah. Oh no, no sorry, sorry. No, it's um uh, the new Jedi Order stuff. Yeah, I'm trying. It's, it's, it's Timothy's on, but I can't remember oh, the yeah, name. Oh yeah, heir to the Empire trilogy. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's. I mean, that that would have been an interesting way to go about it. Um, but yeah, the the the, the series, the, the the sequels, as you described them, uh, I, I'm neither excited for or against them. It would have been, I would have loved to have seen them, but I kind of dig the direction that they went as opposed to the direction that that, that you just uh, described. That's fair. Mike, you were saying? Uh, I don't remember what I was saying, but um, <laughs> I I don't remember what you what you had said either. But I'm going to tell you what I would have liked to have happened. Uh, well, not exactly. Just like kind of where they started to go with the actual sequels we got, like the next generation. But I would have liked to have seen Luke actually have trained some Jedi, yeah. and yeah. just like the next big problem not necessarily um 
Luke with two U's Skywalker that eventually happened in the novels, uh, yeah. expanded universe, well, uh, was, or 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 all the uh, Palpatine clones, but like that some was big heir to the threat. Empire, and yeah. then uh, Dark Empire. They yeah. came out like the same year. <laughs> yeah, like it would be cool if I think they did explore that in the expanded universe. Like if Luke went to the dark side, even briefly. That was that kind of that kind of undoes a lot of character development, like a, a big thing from Return of the Jedi. But like some Luke could have done like it, like I, the one thing I wanted for the for the sequels uh, is to finally see Luke do some cool full powered Force user. Luke yeah. has matured stuff, right? And that's what I would want in the sequels. I mean, that's not really a story, but um, just. <laughs> Like, even to go with the whole Kylo thing, like, to see Luke and Leia's kids, kid or kids, um, and the, the problems that they would have, like, falls to the dark side, like we actually saw, but, like, executed a little better. Like, to actually yeah. see their fall or or whatever the case may be, right? Yeah. The, 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 the trilogy, the sequel trilogy would have been great if it had been centered on on Kylo's fall. As opposed to Kyle had already fell. Like now, like now, like like Mike's saying, like I I want to go back and I want to see Luke uh, training. I remember, like, remember on uh, on WhatsApp when I when I brought that that idea up. Yeah. Even if it's a limited series show, I want I want that I want yeah. a little taste of what happened in the 30 years between Return and Force Awakens. And that's exactly the problem, though, is that there has been 30 years, and we can't like go back and make Mark Hamill young again to have a <laughs> post-Jedi um, sequel trilogy, right? Like, yeah. Sebastian, so, Dan, good choice. It's, yeah, but it's so not the same. It's, it's not the same. No, it's not the same. <laughs> it's, it's, I, I'm intrigued because of course... Sorry. I'm, I'm intrigued by that idea because of course I am, but I've been revisiting the uh, old expanded universe a lot lately. Um, and as I read that original idea for the, uh, the sequel trilogy, where it's like the emperor would be the villain for the three, but you wouldn't actually meet him till the, till episode nine. Uh, and then Luke being in exile um, and that kind of thing, that's stuff that's in a expanded universe book series. I'm listening to right now. Um, and some of that stuff, I'm like, that that'd be cool. Um, yeah. So Which is kind of what I thought they were going. At least the Luke part is what they were going to yeah. do with with the sequels. It's like Luke made like he failed, and yeah. we were going to have to deal, or he was going to have to deal with his failure, and we were going to see it. It could have been a great. That could have been like an Oscar performance for Mark Hamill, oh, like yeah. the pain and the anguish of having failed, knowing that he was. The last hope of the galaxy and the last hope of the Jedi. Yeah. Um, yeah. But that was completely brushed over. <laughs> and then, but, uh, just just before we hop uh, go on, I will say as well, like I'm kind of where Mike's coming from, where I, I do want to know this stuff, but where Star Wars is right now, outside of the Mandalorian and say the Kenobi show. Like, unless we're doing new stuff like the Ahsoka spinoff and all that, that stuff excites me. But a big reason is these are characters that have, with the exception of Obi-Wan, like open-ended endings. Uh, with Luke, we know what's going to happen. We know the new Jedi Order is going to fail. We know they're going to be 
destroyed. We know that Ray's going to take up that mantle. Uh, and it's an issue that Marvel's having in the comics as well, where it's just we're in this safe period. As much as I love the Darth Vader comics, at the same point, I'm like, I know where this story is going. I know where it ultimately ends. So I like them doing new stuff where right now the thing is, especially as I'm visiting the EU, I'm like, we're not going to ever get what we fully wanted, no. which was Han, Leia, and Luke together again with Lando. Like, even for that one shot, like, not talking the whole movies, like, you're doing most of the next genning, but them together, yeah. th that time has passed. Yeah. Like, and that, that desire, even if you somehow recreate it with Donald Glover, Sebastian Stan, and any of the actors or de-aging or whatever, it's not going to be the same. So at this point, it's like, we we missed our chance. Let's get into a newer direction. Yeah. That being said. <laughs> something like, say, say a Luke Skywalker miniseries where, where they show him built, rebuilding the temple and, and the fall of the temple and the rise of Kylo. There, 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 there's there's a 30-year gap there like where even if they're telling you something like you you know the end of the, the, the story there there are so many things that they could introduce to you in that in that little mini series in that 30-year gap that could open up new avenues for movies later on like new characters new locations even like like okay, like so the the, the fact that they're going to Tython on Mandalorian is, is is wicked to me because it's part of my uh, my my D and D campaign, the right. planet Tython and and the ancient Jedi Temple. So like something like that, like that's that's a brand new location that's really never been mentioned in Star Wars before, and and it wouldn't have been had it not for the been for the Mandalorian. So they could do something similar to that in in like a Luke series. Maybe it has to do with holocrons. I don't know. Who knows what it has to do with? But they they could they could introduce so many new things that could that could that could then build the next trilogy you know what i mean or 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 maybe just maybe just another show who knows the, the point is there's 30 years there there's a lot of stuff that they could that they could cover and i, and I want it i want it so bad <laughs> i think they got to figure out what they want before they before they keep yeah. going and that's an issue that they had um i think it's fair to say like they didn't know what they were going to do it was just like let's yeah. do everything uh which leads to some other of these so to carry on uh, some of these, there aren't that much known about it, and in some way, shape, or form, these eventually did kind of happen through holiday specials, or two made-for-TV movies, or a cartoon show. Uh, there was a planned solo droid movie at one point. Yeah. You mean you mean just the droids, not Han Solo and the droids? Yeah, no, just the okay. droids. Uh, so... Let's see. Uh, the direct quote from Lucas. That'd be great. <laughs> it would have been an R2 and C3PO movie. Um, at the time, the idea didn't float. Uh, Lucas what had said, as I was writing, I came up with some ideas for a film about robots with no humans in it. When the smoke cleared, I said, this is really great. I'll do another trilogy that takes place <laughs> after this. Uh, eventually. All robots. Eventually, there was that uh, that droids cartoon. Um, yeah. There was a loose plan for a Wookiees movie with nothing but Wookiees. <laughs> the whole thing was subtitled. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think that would have been uh, um, great. So we did see some version of this. Uh, it, tell me, tell me, where can I find this droid cartoon? I didn't. I didn't know there was a droid cartoon. 
Oh, it was from the late it's on 80s, VHS. early 90s. It's got to be on the internet by now. Oh, yeah, it's on the internet. Um, Why is it not on Disney Plus? <laughs> Come on, Star uh, Wars. So There's a few things like, they still haven't put up, like um, the Battle for Endor. Um, the Wookiee, the Ewok, well, yeah, we're, so the Wookiee movie partially happened in the notoriously infamous, terrible Star Wars holiday special, yeah. uh, where the no, first, no, no, like, we're... 20 minutes or half hour are Chewie and his family not subtitled, just grabbing at <laughs> just each other. Go, oh. <laughs> yeah. um, and then on some life of the, day, yeah. On life day. Uh, and then some of the uh, some of the concepts from the movie were uh, put into the two made-for-TV Ewok movies. Uh, so I can't say I miss those. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, I, I, I completely forgot that there was made-for-TV movies. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna choose to continue to forget about them. So, <laughs> conversation without me. <laughs> Mike, what do you got? <laughs> um, I, I've never seen the Ewok or the Droid shows, and I'm really curious about them now. I don't think I'd be able to sit through them. Yeah, that's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> uh, to quickly plug Honest Trailers, at one point I think they did a Star Wars spinoff Honest Trailers where they talked about the two Ewok movies and yeah. the holiday special. Um, they ripped them to shreds. Wilfred Brimley was in them. Oh, wow. <laughs> and B. Arthur was in the yeah, Star B. Wars Ar- Christmas special. She was, yes. Uh, what was she, the other Ewok movie called? There was Battle for Endor. What was the other one? I can't remember. Um, yeah. But, yeah. Uh, so then, now we're into back to some that did uh, just never happened that had started to. Uh, you guys will remember, right before or seemingly right before the uh, the Disney um, acquisition, acquisition of Star Wars. I, I was searching for the word, thank you. Yeah. Um, they had dropped uh, plans to re-release the prequel trilogy, potentially the sequel trilogy later, in 3D. Uh, they released yeah. The Phantom Menace in 3D, and then they were going to do Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith, but they got canceled. Yeah. There you go. I think they were going to do all six of them. Yeah. And that, uh, like, I'm a little bit disappointed that those didn't happen, just because give me any excuse to go see the original trilogy on the big screen. Yeah. I'm there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Had they actually done it, made them all 3D, I definitely would have paid the money and got. I probably actually would have gone to see them in 40x because I, I love those <laughs> movies. Uh, just imagine being like like watching one of those dogfighting scenes in a moving seat. Like, come on. Yeah, that'd be awesome. awesome. The, but, the 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 battle that, for that, Return also, of the Jedi. Oh my gosh! Oh yeah, yeah. The battle for Endor would have been, been awesome. battle. Oh, <laughs> sorry. I thought you were like, wait, are we re-releasing the Ewok movie? No, the, the battle of Endor. <laughs> I should say the battle of Endor, not the battle for Endor. Battle <laughs> in Revenge of the right at the beginning too. Like that would have been. Yeah. That would have been so. 40x seat. Um, but yeah, that, that would have been like such a waste of money for them for for them to have done that. Like. To, to, to have to do everything in three. I don't think they ever would have recouped their money from that. I I imagine they might have, though, just even with the, especially with the original trilogy, because when it's been re-released, it's been such a limited theatrical run, and those ones have the best reception out of all the movies. And as we're learning, the prequel trilogy 
it does have a devoted fan base, like kids who were younger who grew up with that. That is yeah. their Star Wars. Um, oh, that's fair. I agree with that. I just think like like it, the the amount of money it would take to to, to convert like the original trilogy to 3D. I think would just, I mean it has to be an astronomical feat to do something. Like that. It's, it's not that <laughs> expensive to do a 3D conversion. It's, yeah, it's a few million. Because they just get oh, like okay. they get low paid Korean workers or Chinese <laughs> workers. They'll pay them a lot. It's <laughs> use underpaid migrant workers. Well, not even migrant because they're still in their home countries, but. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't say how much it cost, but uh the Phantom Menace re release picked up forty three million in its uh three D yeah. re release. Oh I saw a um kind of an analysis video a few years back of like the the like the cost benefit analysis of converting a movie to three D. Like why are all these movies current movies being converted to to three D? I'm not just talking about Star Wars, I mean like every movie yeah. that um and like it costs let's say 30 million dollars and through the the um extra ticket cost of of paying for a 3d movie they were getting say 100 million back so it it yeah. was worth it right yeah well, i stand corrected then yeah. <laughs> in case you get on it man get on release them all in 3d <laughs> I don't, I don't, once i get back to <laughs> I think I think Disney uh, more and more is moving away from um, theaters. They want to just do Disney Plus. Um, they announced uh, a couple months back that they're not doing any more physical media, uh, so no no Blu-rays, nothing. Ah, oh, dang! And that includes the Fox catalog that they purchased, which is not cool. No, <laughs> that's not cool at all. They want everything um, to be on Disney Plus or Hulu. Hulu. Well, yeah, I'm gonna have to get my hands on the Infinity Saga Blu-rays then before, uh, yeah, before they're all gone and become like the like three thousand dollars on eBay. Or... Yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta listen to this. Um... <laughs> all right, so it's only my curse, so don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> to to keep this going, there's a couple more, and then we're then we'll move on to a very well-known one. So there was at one point a brief talk of Splinters of the Mind's Eye um, oh, yeah. becoming a movie. And for those that don't know, Splinter of the Mind's Eye is what kicked off the old expanded universe. It was the first novel released. Uh, it was written by Alan Dean Foster, who is also very well known for writing the uh, three out of four of the alien uh novel adaptations um based on the movies so yeah not much is known it was looked at as uh as something that could be done it would have been smaller because it was smaller in scale than the others they thought maybe we could do it but eventually they just decided not to any uh, any word of when they would have made this recently or years uh, ago or it, it, the loose bit that i'm gathering is is years ago um, I see. It could have been adapted, adapted into the sequel, a sequel. But then, um, but then they were moving forward with Empire, so it was just a very different direction. Yeah. Um, so I'm actually not sorry. too familiar with uh, Splinter of the Mind's Eye. Uh, so give me, give me like a brief, uh, brief rundown. Huh. Well, okay, I so. have no idea what the story was. <laughs> Absolutely no idea. I just so, know of it. 
it follows Luke and Leia on a planet called Mimben as they search for the Kyber Crystal, uh, which at this time was considered to augment a Jedi's force powers. Eventually, mm-hmm. Kyber Crystals were what they put in lightsabers, and then in the new canon, um, they're still what they put in lightsabers. They're also what they put in the Death Star. Yeah. 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 So less of a, hey, it augments their force powers, but some of the stuff there lasted, just got repurposed. Um, at one point, this one's from Gary Kurtz. What we didn't get in the uh, prequel trilogy. So Gary Kurtz told IGN the original prequels would about would have been about the Clone Wars and the formation of the Jedi Knights in the first place. That was supposed to be one of the keys of episode one. It was going to show how the Jedi Knights came to be. Um, so that's literally all we know about that. Ah. <laughs> okay. well. I'm kind of glad it wasn't that. Yeah, me too. Yeah, cause like, the Je- because the, the Jedi Knights were stated as being the Guardians of Peace in, uh, over a thousand generations or whatever it was, right? Yeah. So like... You'd have episode one with the formation of the Jedi, and either they skip forward thousands of years to tell Anakin's story, or uh, they completely disregard the whole thousands generation thing and just yeah. start the Jedi with Anakin's time. Sure. Or there, 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 there would have been a way to retcon that uh, slightly. Like you could say that the Jedi Knights were were the 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 army, like the Jedi army. You know what I mean? Like that's that's mm. what that's that meant being as generals you know they call them generals in in the clone army um it could have been that that a jedi knight was just the term for a jedi who was in war um that would have been a terrible bit of retconning but that's that's how you could have done it uh yeah and then a knight is the one who fights you know and a jedi knight is the one who 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 actually gets into the combat i don't know i'm glad they didn't do it either it's a dumb idea but there 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 are workarounds yeah, it, yeah, I'm glad that one didn't come to be. Um, yeah, I'm just, I'm just glad that idea. I'm sure <laughs> they could have tried to flesh it out in better ways that we can right now. But still, even what we got makes more sense. And then I'm also thinking about the rest of the old EU, how we got that answered in the old Tales of the Jedi comics. And then we got the excellent Knights of the Old Republic comics and games and all that, where that dealt with the formation and the early Jedi, um, whereas the prequels are supposed to be about Darth Vader becoming Darth Vader, uh, and not, (laughs) yeah, how the Jedi fit in. Um, So that might be, oh, I forgot, Josh Trank was out there with Solo movie. (laughs) He got uh, fired so hard. Oh, yeah. Uh, listener, if you don't remember who Josh Trank is, he did uh, a movie that I can't remember that was well-received, uh, a small movie, and then he did Fan Stick, where I am begging for a documentary about how that movie fell apart, because that would be so much more interesting than the movie we got. I want to see the Trank cut of uh, Fantastic Four. <laughs> well, the Snyder cut. What about the Trank cut? <laughs> that one does not exist. <laughs> like everything about Fan Four Stick. Maybe that. Maybe we could do that as an unmade episode, like the original Fan Four Stick. 
<laughs> he was promised stuff that got quickly cut away. And then <laughs> it's a study of how a human being just spirals out of control. <laughs> yeah, there needs to be a documentary on that for sure. <laughs> just, oh my goodness. Um, so what is known about it is he was going to direct a solo movie. <laughs> uh, I think he was going to do Boba Fett, wasn't he? That was the heavy rumor. It never got confirmed. Yeah. Um, and this was around the time that uh, Chris, Lo- uh, Phil Lord and Chris Miller were still doing the solo yeah. Star Wars movie uh, back when the anthology movies were going to be a thing. Um, yeah. There were so many rumored anthology movies that we never got yeah. of reasons. I think like they they oversaturated the market too quickly and like had to had to take a step back. But I th- I think they'll come. Oh, I think they'll come back around to the anthologies. I think I'm, they will with Disney Plus series, even yeah. if they're miniseries. Yeah, I I think that's where yeah it's, it's gonna happen. Miniseries for sure. But I I do I do see like uh the the like say the Mandalorian being a being a uh, a stepping stone for movies as opposed to shows too. I I don't think they should do too many shows. You know what I mean? Like we're gonna have an Obi Wan show, we're gonna have a Boba Fett show most likely, plus the Mandalorian and Ahsoka. I mean, some of these have got to be movies and not shows. <laughs> well, with some of them, yeah. there's also plans for animation. Uh, I've read an article or two, but I can't cite it as fact. Um, Disney plan Disney Plus's plans going forward would also be a tiered system of paying. Um, so everything that we get, if you're on the premium tier, everything that gets released in theaters, you'd automatically get. Um, yeah. So it'd be like a current tier, a mid tier, and then the premium. Yeah. Uh, so that is it for at least the ones that I can find. Um, yeah. Well, there's also the Obi-Wan series, which we kind of touched on. Or not series, yeah. movie. We kind of touched yeah. on. And there's James Mangold's uh, Boba Fett oh, movie that got canceled. Right, right. I'm so uh, sorry. Which Mike, would have been ready. interesting because uh, James Mangold, the director of uh, Kate and Leopold, <laughs> and, uh, Walk the Line and The Wolverine and Logan, he was going to yeah. do the Boba Fett movie. Uh, can, we just, can we just pause for a second and look yeah. at the differences? Kate and Leopold <laughs> to Logan. That's, well, I all have Hugh Jackman. Well, that's also like how, fair, but that's also like when you look at Robert Rodriguez, who goes from like Sin City to the Shark Boy and Lava Girl and yeah, Spike and the Spike movies. Or the most recent episode of Mandalorian. Yes. He he has a range, that's for sure. Oh yeah. <laughs> um yeah, so there was that. There was also talk of a Yoda movie, uh, like an oh, origin, yeah. I guess, which I was very opposed to and yeah. still am. I don't want to know Yoda's backstory. He no. must remain yeah. a mystery. Yeah. Like, I, ne- uh, I hope I, you never find out what species he is. Now, yes. if you tell me we're going to give us a Yaddle movie, I'm in in spades, man. <laughs> that would be cool. I want to know what happened with it. Actually, I learned the other day she she took a she took a bomb for Anakin. In one of the novels. It's, the, not, it's not canon, though. Yeah, that was the old EU. Uh, yeah. And then in the current Vader comics, he had a hallucin or not hallucination, but a mind thing where he a killed mind. her and a bunch of other Jedi. 
a vision? A memory? Which word are you looking for here? <laughs> might have been a vision, but he wasn't in his armor. Like, it was just this... I'll say a mind quest. <laughs> a <Okay>. Sith mind <laughs> what, quest. <laughs> whatever that means. <laughs> um, yeah, so that, yeah, like, officially, we don't know what happened to Yaddle. So give she just us that between one and two. I want to know what happened to her. Just give us that Yaddle movie, Disney. Like, that would light the box office on fire. <laughs> oh, yeah. I heard, a, I heard a really bad fan theory. Uh, well, actually, I knew they were getting to this. They didn't actually say it because, I, I mean, they probably did by the end, but I, I cut the video short, is that um, Baby Yoda is Yoda and Yaddle's son. Like, no. Yeah, no, no. No, no. I had to cut that short as well. But, I mean, there, I, there was one interesting part of that that, that, I, that I thought could be slightly believable. And it's not, not, the, not the Yaddle and Yoda having this, this child thing, but that Yaddle might have uh, left the council to protect Grogu. That's an interesting theory. That, would be, okay. what, that would be what, okay. What's the opposition Maybe. to this? It, it, out of all the crazy Star Wars series, that one makes the most sense. It's... <laughs> but the, the problem with probably the idea of her leaving the council to protect baby Yoda, Grogu, whatever you want to call him, the child, is that yeah, but, she left between one and two, right? And Grogu would have needed protection in the events of three. So why did she leave so early? Did she have like this vision years before, and she like just hover parented Grogu for all these years? Like, so Gro- she could have had. A vision. I mean, Yoda Yoda's able to to see the future uh, in in flashes, so. Uh, there's no reason why Yaddle might not be. But then why didn't she say, hey, Order 66 is going to happen? Maybe she didn't know what was going to happen, but she knew Rogu was going to be in danger. I don't know. This is all terrible. I'll I'll just go on the record saying, I I don't have a problem with Yoda and Yaddle having a child. That, to me, makes sense. We've only seen two of their species in the entire saga. It uh, makes sense, but I think it also like it kind of minimizes or like like it it, it miniaturizes uh, their their species. Like it, it it's really it's like oh because there's because there's a guy and a girl they have to have a baby. It couldn't just be somebody else's kid. Like it it kind of could be. It seems like too, like it, it's too on the nose, you know. The support uh, the supporting theory I heard uh, they explain this and because Jedi are celibate is uh, it canonically uh, Kiati Mundi he was granted an exception to because his his um species were dying he was yeah. allowed to take on several families and reproduce yeah and so it's the same thing with yoda's species I, no i don't like and, it i just like it the, the other thing could be like if they wanted to say she was she was his mom she could have been pregnant for those 10 years he's a child and he's 50 yeah these are these are things that lived to 900 years old I, think, I mean, the thing with that is the, 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 the I, well, I guess actually, yeah, between one and two, that would make sense because Anakin grew up about, about 10, 10, 15 years, I think, in between Is that, it, didn't he? Uh, I think yeah. they said 10, it was 10 years. 10 years. That be, I'm, I'm not a hundred percent for it, but I, I don't hate the idea. <laughs> Cause she, she would have already had Grogu in Phantom Menace. Um, by the by, based on those, based on you would have been like you would have been like thirty in the Phantom Menace. <laughs> no, no, he wouldn't have been that old. No, because he went. Like, yeah, like ten we're looking Phantom at 30, 30, 20, 20 years. Uh, he would have been like ten. Yeah, because uh, New Hope, 
A New Hope takes place 30 years after Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. And Phantom Menace takes place 10 years. Uh, no, I think it's like 18 years after Revenge of the Sith, because Luke is supposed to be 18. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah it's, okay. Oh, it's, oh, right. No, A New Hope. Yeah. A New Hope between is between Jedi. Let's just round up to 20. So 20 yeah. years yeah. and then another 10, so 30. So yeah, he'd okay. be like 30 years oh, old. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Phantom Menace is 30 years, not Revenge of the Sith. That That's my bad. Yeah, um, that's correct. We're really off track. <laughs> we really are. We're into just plain old discussion, not unmade stuff. Uh, I'm trying to work out when when Grogu was born, and it seems like a very it's a very simple calculation, but for some reason we can't figure it out. This is how those Star Wars videos happen, man. <laughs> All we need to do is take his current age in Mandalorian, fifty, subtract uh, the eighteen or let's say twenty five years if you're distancing between the new hope and return of the jedi what is it like three years between them three or years. yeah so, oh no i think it's five so let's say five uh, years he's 45 at the beginning of of a new hope let's say that right and then subtract <laughs> subtract 20 he's 25 at the end of revenge of the sith <laughs> and then subtract uh, was it about 13 years between A New Hope, I mean, between the end of uh, Revenge of the Sith and the beginning of Attack of the Clones. He's like five years old. Yeah, he's like five or ten years old. Let's just say. Anyway. We're trying to to figure out the opposite. With Unmade, we're looking at things that weren't made. In this case, we're trying to figure out. We're trying to make things. (laughs) When was Grogu made? We need to know. Um, okay, so <laughs> it's about 19 years old in, in the Phantom Menace. That's my calculation. Um, would would gestated in the stomach, or would Yaddle have laid an egg? That's, that's, uh, that's what I was thinking. Do they lay eggs? I don't know. Well, I don't know though, because we saw him eat eggs. So, oh, okay, nope, that's opening questions. <laughs> Maybe when they're born, they eat the other eggs. Well, like I was going to say, is that why species oh, is endangered? Born <laughs> strong survive. Yeah. Um, okay, uh, moving on. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I feel like we could write what ifs now. Um, so yeah. out of out of these unmade stories, um, as opposed to like when I did Spider-Man with Steve or Batman with Mike, there's not many of these where I'm like, oh, yeah, I want that. Um, cause the ones that we most, of, most of these we've kind of gotten in some way, shape or form. And what yeah, we got taken was out of them and put yeah. into what we got. Yeah. Yeah. And some of them were either better than they were, or they were atrocious and, uh, notoriously bad. Um, yeah. and had Wilfred Brimley for reasons. Um, and so, his diabetes, <laughs> his diabetes, um, or they got the movie, got abandoned, the movie got abandoned and we're getting a mini series instead, which Star Wars shows are all really good uh, to varying degrees. They're all good. I have yet to see a really bad Star Wars show. That's one that we could loosely talk about. I just don't know much uh, is at one point after the prequels. They were looking at doing, I think it was going to be called Underworld, and it was yeah. going to be a Star Wars live-action show, Yeah, and the, that uh, went nowhere. <laughs> either it was the pilot or, like, some test footage hit the internet, I think, earlier this year or, or, or last year. And it was, like, it was kind of like in Rogue, uh, Rogue One, 
uh, the casting and or like the beginning of when he's when he has to escape the stormtroopers and he shoots his friend, that kind of thing. Yeah, it was all kind of like the sub levels of Coruscant kind of thing. Like it was nice. the, uh, the 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 mean streets. And it was interesting. <laughs> yeah. I wonder yeah. if we'll see like a dead sort of thing happen now. Like now that the test footage is out, people are going like, to be like, we want this. And then Disney's going to have to make it. Well, I feel like they, we would have heard something already because it's been yeah. out. <laughs> and we're getting that mean street uh, itch scratched with uh, Mandalorian. Um, and there's going to be a Cassian Andor show as well. Where he's going to do yeah. shady things and murder people because that's exactly. what he does. <laughs> um, all right. So uh, any any thoughts before we we're, we're going to take a quick break in a minute. But before we do any any final thoughts. Well, on, the, the, uh, the, the, the project that I am I am most disappointed for uh, is actually one that we did not mention. Uh, and oh. that's the older public. The old pardon? Old Republic. The old public trilogy that was going to be made uh, by Weiss and Benioff. Oh yeah, right, yeah. Right. So I and they were going to do, and then uh, I mean, I, there there's still there's still unsubstantiated rumors that that the Old Republic is is an avenue that they're going to explore. Uh, well, they're aren't they kind of doing that through the High Republic um, story territory because it's supposed to be what was the Old Republic. I, I mean, I think so. I'm, I'm, I'm not sure if that's going to go the same vein that uh, that Weiss and Benioff are going to go. But I mean, I'm, I'm excited for it either way. I want to see what happens. Uh, right. So, yeah, Weiss and, Weiss and Benioff, we, they were going to do the, the, the Knights of the Old Public Story. Like they were going to do Darth Revan. And, and, and so that, right. I mean, I'm very excited that, 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 that that's not going to happen. Uh, at least not right now. Maybe maybe it'll happen in the future. It better happen in the future. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, that's that's what I'm most disappointed for. I really wanted to see the, the, the Night of the Public trilogy. And, and I'm not I'm not saying I'm disappointed, but there's also the unmade Ryan Johnson trilogy, which is right. both unmade and yet uncancelled. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. it's still possible. But um, I what feel I've like heard about still is kind of show. looking at what happened with uh, the backlash from episode eight and saying, eh, maybe we just like we won't do it, but we're not going to tell him <laughs> like that kind of thing. <laughs> we're just going to keep stringing him along until he, <laughs> until he moves on. <laughs> I've heard so many rumors about that trilogy, though, and like what what his story was going to be. That I'm kind of glad it hasn't happened, and I hope it gets canceled. Like there there was there was talk about some sort of um, and, and this is this is not the, the direct quote, but this is the best way to uh, to to liken it. Some sort of like multiple slash mirror sort of universe where like he was going to the, 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 the it was going to be from a, like a different galaxy they were going to be force users but they weren't going to call it the force they were going to be a lot more barbarian like and using like 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 handheld weapons instead of blasters it nice. sounded awful absolutely awful like it was ruined Star i need Wars. a source i need a source <laughs> that that sounds like something they did in the uh expanded universe there was the new jedi order series of novels that started i think around 99 uh which introduced uh ex not extra galactic but from outside the star wars galaxy from beyond the unknown regions uh the yuzong Vong, which was oh, yeah, right, yeah. Uh, a species that had been cut off from the force um but they were almost immune to it at the same time they couldn't be sensed in the force 
and they have a mixed reception within the the fan community but I, I like them, and I also like the idea of what they represent necessarily more than the full-on execution, uh, because yeah. they were the ones that got us outside of the Star Wars cycle of, all right, the Sith are back, and the Jedi are almost going extinct, and it's the Empire and the Rebellion. It's, nah, here's this thing that wrecks everything. Um, I'm still kind of interested in a Ryan Johnson trilogy, especially after seeing Knives Out, where if if he does it from the ground up and it's not just the case of let's throw everything out from the last one to subvert expectation. Uh, and then the third one's got to throw everything out from that one. Like if he's doing it from the ground up, I'm, I'm interested. He's, he's got an interesting voice and he's a talented filmmaker. Well, the thing with Ryan Johnson was what it was. He kind of ruined his reputation with the last Jedi. Like he's a good filmmaker. He can write a good movie and, and direct a good movie. But just keep him away from Star Wars. <laughs> like he obviously, like, did not respect the material, or he respected it in his mind at least too much that he viewed everything that came in Episode Seven as not Star Wars. <laughs> I don't know. The uh, I I personally also look more at not to throw her under the bus, but Kathleen Kennedy and the Lucasfilm board. Yeah. as more responsible than Ryan Johnson. Because at the end of the day, they were the ones who were like, hey, we really like where you're going with this. Let's yeah. uh, let us let you throw out everything that we yeah. had planned for episode yeah. two so you can do your own thing. Like, yeah. if they had said no, but we still want you, it would have been different. Um, yeah, I'm still curious what his would have been from the ground up. Uh, yeah, it's kind of the same thing, like both uh, Lucasfilm and Marvel. They have... Um, they have their directors, but they have to follow the rules. Yeah, that yeah. that the committee has set out. Yeah. Um, uh, whether I don't know how much of a committee there is with with Marvel, or maybe just be Feige and uh, like a couple others, but with um, with Lucasfilm, they have that story team, right? Yeah. And each and every <laughs> one of them fails collectively <laughs> and individually. <laughs> Oh, and I guess this is a technically unmade one because uh, it was a, a kind of announced, but we it was never given a time when it would happen. But it was announced, I think, late last year that Kevin Feige is going to be doing oh, yeah, a Star right. Wars movie. Yeah. Um, color me interested because yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah, that guy I think has as someone who's like spearheading overall the the MCU. Like the guy's got a great grasp on vision and execution um i'm very curious to see where he's gonna go for something that's not yet made i'm on board uh we'll see what happens when it eventually gets made but yeah when and if yeah (laughs) (laughs) all right i think that's a good time so listener we're gonna take a quick uh quick break and get a word from our sponsors Hi, I'm Stereo Mike, your source for vintage and modern stereo receivers, tuners, reel-to-reel tape decks, new and used vinyl records, and more. Vinyl is back in a big way. Do you need a turntable to spin it on? Or a quality, warm-sounding vintage stereo receiver to match? Stereo Mike is your guy. Marantz, Pioneer, Sony, Dual, I've got them all. Cleaned up, upgraded, and ready to pump out gorgeous sound for another 40 years. 
I also supply Canadian. Ah. <laughs> I, also, I also supply Canadians and Americans alike with the rare, beautiful, and collectible vinyl records released by Mondo Records, as well as imported Studio Ghibli soundtracks straight from Japan. Give me a shout at Mike at StereoMike.ca. Let me know what you're looking for, and I will set you up with something you will love the sound and look of. Back to you, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and we're back. Thank you, Stereo Mike, for sponsoring today's episode and uh, adding in that wonderful, uh, wonderful advertisement. So, dear listener, if any of those needs uh, are of interest to you or anything like that, please hit up Stereo Mike. Uh, the quality is there. All right, so, gentlemen, we are now at what is probably the most well-known unmade Star Wars movie, because it has gotten the most traction of any of these. And Mike, I'm going to turn this over to you. Um, just because you have more information about it than I do. Because you actually read about this or yeah. listened to a video. Uh, so, yeah. listener, at one point, before J.J. Abrams came back to do episode 9, uh, there was going to be three different directors for the Star Trek uh, Star Wars <laughs> sequel trilogy. J.J. Abrams doing episode 7. Uh, episode 8 was Ryan Johnson, and episode 9 was Colin Trevorrow, a.k.a. Mr. Jurassic World. Uh, he and Spielberg are overseeing that universe and also trying to uh, turn it around from Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Uh, he was going to do episode 9, and his take was going to be called Duel of the Fates, and I'll hand it over to Mike. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm no expert in this, and, and admittedly, I've only... I've, I've read and, and seen videos that I guess all really come from the same source. So if that uh, primary source is flawed, then it, uh, it trickles down to incorrectness. But anyway, um, <laughs> there was a script that leaked, I guess, earlier this year. Of It was, it was Trevor Owen, uh, whoever his writing partner was, uh, their Duel of the Fates, uh, episode nine. And... Um, by the sounds of it, it was a better movie than what we got for Rise of Skywalker. It um, <laughs> it it uh, completed arcs and tied up loose ends, and it 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 continued things that were set up in in Episode Seven, and it it had character development, and it didn't abandon Finn to just being I don't know the token black guy or whatever he was. It actually like took his potential and used it, and uh, it was. It had a darker tone, at least by the sounds of it. Not in like a Tarantino-esque uh, dark, <laughs> dark night, darker, darker tone. Um, but like it was, it was serious. Let's say not dark and 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 uh, disturbing. Brooding. Yes, and yeah, um, like it would like um, like I said, there were, there were arcs. Like Finn would have had become what he should have been. He would have had an arc that started as, you know, the stormtrooper in, and, uh, force awakens. And he would have come, I guess, full circle. I don't know what that would have been. He would have completed an arc in episode nine, um, of becoming a general in essence and defeating the first order that he once was, well, not that he signed up for, but what he was recruited by or stolen into. Yeah. Um, Ray would have had some interesting battles with the dark side and, she wouldn't have had uh, her lineage. It wouldn't have been so uh, kind of shoehorned in there and like, what? <laughs> she would have just been 
Ray. She would have had a last name. Uh, Saldana, I think it was. Would have been revealed. Um, so not Yadi Mundi? Not Ray Yadi Mundi? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would have been cool. <laughs> she's Yaddle's child. She's Yaddle's child, yeah. <laughs> of all the curveballs. Well, that's where she went. Yeah. Um, she died in childbirth because she had to give birth to a regular-sized baby. <laughs> She just exploded <laughs> right <came out. laughs> oh um, <laughs> That would have been the funniest flashback ever. <laughs> and they include, like they do a full animation, like, what is this? <laughs> that is so funny. But like, okay, so <laughs> the movie would have started off a lot like um Return of the Jedi would have had a bit of a time jump. And um, like in Return of the Jedi, where we left off with Luke, like he wasn't like at that, he, wa- he hadn't reached peak Jedi or full Jedi. He wasn't a, a, yeah. a knight yet. Um, where uh, Duel of the Fates would have started off with that time jump, however short it would have been. Like the, for- the First Order would have taken over. They would have had an oppressive rule on the galaxy like we hadn't seen previously. It would have been even more entrenched. And um, and Ray would have shown started the the movie with a double ended lightsaber like I think we were all waiting for yeah and she would have been like peak like Luke Luke's equivalent in Return yeah. of the Jedi like she would have been at full Jedi power um and uh, like Rose would have been used better she would have actually been a like a character with some intelligence. Um, what else would there have been? Um, Kylo Ren would have, uh, it turned out that uh, the flashback, the rain flashback that, um, that was in uh, Force Awakens where um, they're in the rain, there's the Knights of Ren. Um, that was when Kylo killed Ray's parents, which would have been cool. That would have been badass. Yeah, and um, there would have been a cool thing throughout with with the ghost of Luke, like uh, taunting <laughs> Kylo, like just haunting him and saying like you're a failure, you'll never be never be as good as Vader. And uh, at one point, um, Kylo takes a swipe at him with his lightsaber, and Luke just catches the lightsaber blade. Um, Force ghost, been cool. so cool. That'd be cool. It would have been even cooler if, if like, living Luke did that. Um, yeah. We should have seen Luke as the most powerful Jedi ever. Yeah. But whatever. Um, well, we also had so many years of... We had so many years of books and comics where Luke was, like, insanely overpowered. Yeah. Uh, I'm not talking Jedi about... Master, Grand Master Luke Skywalker. Like, doing some cool cool stuff would have oh, been, yeah. been awesome. Well, I don't even mean that badly. Like, I loved reading how powered, how insanely powerful Luke was. I'm like, I want to see that! <laughs> Sorry. <please> yeah. <laughs> no, I agree. Like, yeah, it could get ridiculous with how overpowered he could be, but like, we should have seen something really cool 
Not no. just like force projection. Like if that's the height <laughs> of his coolness, they failed. If Kylo Ren can stop a blaster bolt in midair with the force, but yeah. if he does awakens, like 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 Luke should have been doing crazy stuff. Yeah, exactly. That actually was one of the coolest things I, I'd ever seen for used for was stopping that blaster bolt like that. Like I was like, what? Yeah, exactly. That was a, yeah, it was so cool. It was at the beginning of the movie. Like, where can we go from here? Yeah, um, they don't. I'll, I'll, I'll go on the, the record again. I don't care. Okay, somebody okay. talk because both your internet connections are dying. <laughs> <laughs> I'll I'll go I'll go on the record and say again. Uh, I don't care how ridiculous it would have been. I would have lost my mind. It was just like force chucking the ATATs at at Kylo Ren or the big walkers. I would have been like, oh yeah, my god. That's yeah. what I was just thinking. Like in 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 Last Jedi, when when Luke stares down the the walkers, he should have like they should have shot at him. And he should have, you know, maybe not done the brush off shoulder thing, but he should have just like taken it with the force, and then he should have just like crushed the the uh, the walkers with <laughs> with minimal effort. That would have been the awesome. Yeah. Oh like, what, yeah, so cool. Or like just so, like, move them into him, something. Like knowing that he was a projection there, that would have been even even like even more amazing because I like. Not not only is he powerful enough to crush it, but he's powerful enough to crush it as a projection. But he's not even there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't like the whole projection thing. I thought that was. I thought that was. Yeah, I didn't like that. I didn't like that. No, no, no. Uh-huh. Um, Sacrifice. Like, I, I think him. I think him. Like like being coming one with the force was really cool. But that should have happened in in person as opposed to as a projection. Or or in episode nine. Yeah. There was still yeah. so much. Yeah. Luke. Luke to Luke. <laughs> um, yeah, I think we. Uh, hello. Yeah, you are frozen, my friend. Hello. <laughs> yeah. Hello. Hello. Turn off your video. <laughs> your Wi-Fi can't handle it. Yeah, I'm gonna. Uh, oh wait, but will it stop recording? I don't know. I'm not Skype. Let's, you're just let's off. find out. Oh no, it's still recording. Well, that's good. Okay, yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> what else was there in the script? Like, there would have been... Uh, Lando was in it still, but he was, like... Not a drunkard, but he was, like... Kind of disillusioned, where they go to meet him at... I don't know if it was Canto Bite or what, but they go and meet him, and, like, you must join the revolution. And he was like, we defeated the Empire once before. What good did that do? And he's so, like, disillusioned with the whole fighting. Like, it's over. I'm not going to fight anymore. Which would have been That's cool. cool yeah. And then, like, there are some things that they did use in, in the, the actual Episode Nine we got. Like, the armada of everyone from the galaxy shows up at the end. But it was it yeah. just seemed better in, in the original version, in Duel of the Fates. Um and like I said earlier, um, Finn is a general, but he's like, he knows what he's doing. Like he inspires people throughout the movie. Like there's one point where a um, a first order stormtrooper uh, is knocked out or something, and Finn like shows him the way. He's like, you want to get rid of this? First, you take a name, then you rise up. Like he he gives an inspirational speech really quick, and later on that stormtrooper joins the resistance. Like That's just, just these little things to like flesh out the characters, you know. Yeah. Um. 
And uh, uh, I mean, you're right, you hit the nail on the head when I lost. Finn is basically just a token. <laughs> Yeah, and like, um, Leia had some. I mean, obviously this couldn't have happened because Carrie Fisher died, but Leia had some. She did more than what she did in, in uh, Rise of Skywalker for obvious reasons, because you can write anything, yeah, but you can't necessarily show it when someone's dead. But like, she would have been yep. like the leader of the Republic, um, and more of a like. An inspiration. It would have been kind of her movie. Um, Han would have still showed up as a as a an apparition. I don't know if he would have. We're not going to say Force Ghost because he wasn't uh, one with the Force, but he still would have haunted Kylo through the movie. Um, yeah. Oh, Kylo would have had a fight scene with Vader's ghost. Yeah, that would have been like, sick. Like in the Empire Cave, that scene, kind of like that. But it would have been, like, serious. Cool. It would have been an end battle still with Kylo and, and Rey. Um, and, like, it would have been, like, for something. Like, Rey would have been blinded. And uh, both Kylo and Rey would have died in that battle. But then, well, this is kind of cheesy when I say it, but Rey would have gone to, like, Force Heaven and met Obi-Wan and Yoda. And uh, they would have given her the choice to stay one with the Force or to go back to the land of the living, or whatever you want to call it. And it's kind of left ambiguous what happens until later when she does come back. And uh, I don't remember how it ends, but she comes back at the end and, uh, I don't know, maybe like goes to start the new Jedi Order or something. I don't remember. But um, oh, there would have been a romantic thing with, uh, with uh, Poe and Ray, which... Would have been interesting. I always got like I always got the impression that uh, there was a, a thing between Finn and Poe that was going unspoken, but uh, that's me. People have said that. <laughs> I never I never got that, but uh, yeah. Honestly, my gaydar has never been very good. They just they just had like such a great romance. Like I like, I really I really dug how close they got. Like how how excited Poe was to see that Finn survived and vice versa. Um, like we're just friends doesn't mean yeah, you have that, to be in love <laughs> true I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not I, I agree with that but it just it, it seemed like there may have been in Force Awakens that there may have been some lingering like maybe that was the direction that they were going to go and then they, then they just didn't um, it was interesting well, though I mean, the same could be said between Ray, Ray and Finn though too like, like Finn just yeah. seemed to kind of click with everybody um, yeah yeah we would have seen another thing is we would have seen Poe prove dude. his. What's that? Finn was just such a likable dude. That's right. Um, you know, in in uh, Force Awakens, when Poe says, "I can fly anything," we would have seen that in um, in Duel of the Fates. He steals a star destroyer and flies that. <laughs> that would have been cool. I think that's yeah, I wanna... after uh, Rose like hot wires it in in a, like a Star Wars fashion. Um, <laughs> they steal, they hot wire Star Destroyer. <laughs> that's why they're doing something in that. Like BB-8's probably in there, like 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 with his, with his with his little thing in the in the thing. Well, that, <laughs> his that little thing in the thing. Yeah. That will get Poe back to being uh the the hot shot pilot uh like Han Solo-esque type they introduced him as in The Force Awakens. Yeah. 
And then when they made him a general, that would have been like so much more. Like it would have been like you you stole a starter story for us. Yes, you're a general. Star destroyer, dude. You're, you're, you're <laughs> the leader of the That'd be cool. Like Akbar's son is like, you know what? That's pretty cool. I'm gonna make you the new admiral. <laughs> He's so chill. Imagine Akbar's son being so chill. Like, yo, man, you're cool. I'm gonna make you an admiral. <laughs> it's not a trap. You're leading our army. <laughs> you know what? This is not a trap. <laughs> that would be the best callback. <laughs> uh, so that one, that one's something I'd love to see in animated form. It's also got me thinking, like, I not much has been released about it. I'm really curious what uh, the original plan for episode eight was going to be. Yeah. Wait, was it always... Yeah, I'm really curious. Did they at one point have an actual three-movie arc worked out? Or did they just say to the three of them, you know, just write your movie and we'll figure it out? <laughs> I, From my limited understanding, there was a at least a story outline for each yeah. one. So there was some carry-through. Yeah, that's what um, I thought. Yeah, I thought it was a very loose <laughs> outline. Yeah. Which explains, like, why in Rise of Skywalker being what it was, uh, they were just like, all right, we got to retcon everything because it got retconned in the last one. Um, yeah. One thing that, uh, that I've been thinking about recently, uh, in terms of that, like, like whether they had a, a, an overarching story or, like, like, they were just kind of doing their own thing. Like as as much crap as uh, and and rightfully so, Johnson gets for Last Jedi, um, and I've turned around a bit on a bit on Last Jedi. Actually, I, I've watched it a few more times, and I and I, I I enjoy it. It's not it's not the movie I wanted, but I enjoy it. I um, can't do it. <laughs> what I'm wondering though is because like they they clearly uh, Marvel has no issue getting rid of a director who's not doing the story that they want. Um, Johnson obviously was was following what they wanted if they kept them around so what i have uh, some releases that i've read and i've read more than one so that's why i tend to think it's true um johnson when he came on at first it was going to be the planned story but then they were really interested in the stuff he was pitching and his skills so much that then they were like yeah you can just do this like you can like they were convinced by him like you can do what you want um which is the bad thing to do in the middle chapter of a trilogy yeah (laughs) yeah if it's a solo film sure why not or if it's a standalone or like we love your ideas we're gonna give you your own movie after this yeah and you can do all that do all that later yeah the Last Jedi as a movie is well made, but it doesn't that that it ignores the previous film or all the previous films uh, and like its themes and it's and it just and it just forgets about characters and their 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 arcs and their straight and their traits. I mean, um, that's what's bad. But it did have some good concepts, like when Luke says uh, the the Force doesn't belong to the Jedi. That's that's something. 
interesting yeah. and how like he go he talks about how dogmatic the jedi were and that's why they failed that's that's interesting like there's that scene where um where luke says that when they're in like that that stone garden or whatever it was after um ray didn't refuse to reject the dark side or something like that and luke does a little bit of a ramble it's that's that's the good part of the movie <laughs> And like that—that's another thing. Where Duel of the Fates, it, it acknowledges stuff from Force Awakens and kind of ties up those ends, but also um, it took stuff from um, Last Jedi and kind of expanded on that. Like um, Ray embraces both the lar- the light and the dark to make kind of a balanced Force use, and mm-hmm. she says, "Oh, this this is the way to do it. I can't be dogmatic. I can't just deny one. Um, I'm going to use both in a in a and be like a gray Jedi kind of thing. And, and that's what allows her to finally like break the bonds of what made the Jedi fail. Right. Which again, would have, you know, tied up the whole series really. Well, everything would have made so much more sense. (laughs) Well, uh, uh, that reminds me a little bit of a concept from like the final book, uh, from the old expanded universe where at the end of it, um, Luke is Luke and Leia are kind of wrestling with stuff where they're like, we've kind of learned like balance isn't just like, oh, there's the light, like it's the light side keeping the dark side in check. Like the light side and the dark side keep the force in balance. It's yeah. like both are needed. It's not just one or the other. Yes. Uh, and that's I think that was a concept that was explored in Duel of the Fates a little bit. Yeah. And the looking at how the Jedi collapsed was something that they did so well in the Clone Wars show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's what I was just getting at too. Like like when uh, when Yoda had to travel. Well, not even before Yoda had to travel to to to. Uh, I can't remember the name of the name of the place Mortis? I went to now. They renamed it to Moraband, uh, but it was originally uh, Korriban. Yeah. Uh, there's, there's, uh, even like, like scenes before that with Anakin or not scenes, but like episodes before that with Anakin and, and, uh, dealing with, with the light and the, I like, uh, can't remember the, the characters he faced. The ones. But, uh, yes. Yes. Thank you. Where, where they dealt with that, that whole balance of the force. And I was like, oh, this is amazing. Like they're, they the Clone Wars did a really good job of, of that. Clone Wars did a really good job of everything. Yeah. <laughs> And another thing is in uh, in the Duel of the Fates, uh, they were going to go to Mortis and like experience the Force there. I think that's where the final battle between uh, Rey and Kylo takes place. Nice. Kylo went there to like learn the secrets or like to get some not a MacGuffin, but some he was going to access some Force secret uh, and. It like I don't know something happened, but anyway, the the thing is they went to they went to Mortis, which would have been cool, right? Yeah, nice. Yes, I, that one I would definitely be interested in um, if they ever released an an uh, like an animation of it. Um, like I I enjoy the the sequel trilogy characters, and I've said in the WhatsApp chat like I'd love to see them. And their stories get carried on, but unencumbered by the mess that the sequels were, where they're like, we got to tie everything together from like 
six other movies and the original trilogy and the prequel trilogy and all that. Like, just let Ray stand on her own two feet. Um, yeah. And Finn and Poe, like, let them be their own things. Like, if you could do the smaller scale anthology stuff or something like the spirit of the Mandalorian, but with these characters, I'm all on board. Um, separated I mean, I, from what we got. <laughs> I am too. I just think that, I mean, like in terms of, of not having it connected, I mean, it's, it'd be so difficult to, to accomplish. I think just, just based, based like, like you said, if you could remove, remove all the, the, the stuff, the connections to the trilogy and, and do it, it'd be great. But I, I just don't think you can. Like there'd always be like you can't because it's in the Star Wars continuity. It's like it's an episode, if you know what I mean. Oh yeah, no, no. Like as long as it has that episode moniker, it has to tie in with the other ones. What I what I mean by that is like not pretend it doesn't exist, but like okay, we've done the Skywalker's saga. That was episode one through nine. Now episode ten, eleven, twelve, or going forward. It's with these characters that we've been introduced to, but it doesn't have to be. The story is so bogged down with everything from one through nine. It's one mm-hmm. through nine happened. We are using these established characters, but now we're taking them off to this new frontier. Yeah, yeah, that would be okay. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't yeah. have to tie into Anakin and Palpatine and all exactly. that. There could be like it things that reference what has come before, but it doesn't exactly. need to rely on those. It, yeah. It's happened, but it's not like, hey, let's reference every bloody thing that. Yeah, it's, <laughs> that, not, the, it's not the driving force anymore. Yeah, yeah. It's all right. Now let's get to some new territory, which maybe this should have done. Uh, <laughs> I mean, the, so, the idea of having a, an, an invading force from another galaxy—that is pretty cool. Yeah. I, I like the the Yuzhong Vong a lot. That, at least what they represent. Maybe not fully in the execution, but mm-hmm. so, gentlemen, as we wrap this up, uh, is there a story, be it an old book or a video game, that it, this one isn't like what didn't get made that even got to some kind of stage? Is there a story or an era that hasn't been made that would be like your your utmost desire? Uh, Shadows of the Empire. Shadows <laughs> of the Empire. <laughs> Bounty Hunters and Prince Shizor and... Uh, Dash Rendar. Dash Rendar, that's his name. I, I, I always call him Kyle Katran, but that's the other guy. Yeah, um, who later became a Jedi. <laughs> yeah, just like... I want. That's one thing that was sorely missing from the sequels, is huts. I want to see more huts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want to see some gangster stuff. I think I think the well, Clone like, Wars movie gave people enough huts. They were like, "There's a hut, maybe that they're they're looking after. Why is this?" Thing? I want the fallout from Jawa being killed. I want his father <laughs> vowing revenge. His father Zorba <laughs> the Hut. I don't know nice. if that's canon anymore, but his father's name was Zorba the Hut. Probably, probably not. At this point, it would be Jabba's son <laughs> vowing revenge. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Tom, that'd be pretty cool too. Uh, the, the, the Jedi save him, and then uh, the Jedi also are responsible for his father's death. Like that's that, that'd be really cool. <laughs> uh, uh, I'd like to see a Darth Maul origin, like like him him as a child, like Palpatine finding him, turning him into his apprentice. 
that would be really cool because like their 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 planet is also fascinating like their yeah. their, their entire culture uh yeah well, like, origin would be cool i want to see like they made the uh the plagueis novel just do the plagueis novel <laughs> yeah they made they made that non-canon but like do it again that wasn't at you that was just like that book was so good (laughs) yeah like it would be a very interesting movie yeah i'd also like to see i mean like i I, i've said this many times before but like a vader miniseries where where he goes after order 66 he goes hunting down the rest of the jedi yeah jedi purge series would be cool yeah train his his secret apprentice um he's got he's got the inquisitors hunting people to, like that it would be just such a fascinating like again there's no stakes because we know what happens but at the same there are some stakes because there's a lot of jedi that we don't we don't know what happened to them after order 66 the ones that survive and like there's there's clearly not a lot of them left when luke's around so he like he, he slaughtered a lot of them i want to see that <laughs> yeah no no well and a vader show like that that's a way you could do that where you're like i know what ultimately happens to vader but yeah i want to see how he murders so many people <laughs> i want to see a tv series scene. chocked full of murder <laughs> there's like i want that rogue one hallway sequence for five hours <laughs> I can't remember the name of the book, uh, but there's there's one book in particular I was listening to where where like Palpatine and Vader are just going off on people together. Like it's like it, it <laughs> talks about you know, actually fighting, and I'm just like, yes, I I would love to see Palpatine and Vader sort of like back to. I mean, obviously this was this. I'm 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 uh, adding some comedy to it, but like Vader and and Palpatine back to back. Like Charlie's Angel style, light rotation <laughs> shot. Palpatine's hands, Vader's choking some guy with with one hand, and his lightsaber slashing down another guy with the other. Like that would be so cool. Oh my gosh, the most like stereotypical action movie shots, but with these characters slow mo shots who've been treated so grandiose, like it's a random explosion for no reason. <laughs> a Michael Bay Star Wars movie. Oh my oh. gosh. Uh, it, it's terrible, but I'd also kind of be down. Like, on paper, I'm just like, I know this would go poorly, but this also sounds potentially ridiculously awesome. <laughs> this would be terrible, but I have to see it. <laughs> exactly. Twice. Twice. Yes. <laughs> um, for me, it's, uh, I'd definitely say the Plague, uh, the Plagueis novel um either as a show or a movie would be excellent uh shadows of the empire that was my gateway into the expanded universe um so i have a i have a deep love for that one it was also a really fun game and amazing soundtrack um one of my favorite star wars periods outside of the old republic era is also the legacy uh, era from the dark horse comics it was outstanding uh, 130 years later, uh, Skywalker going to the dark side, but differently than Anakin did. Like his dad was the Grand Master who got killed. He was kind of left for dead. So he be- he's cutting himself off from the Force with death sticks. He's a bounty hunter fueling his addiction, turning Jedi into the Sith, like handing them over. And just a lot of deep cut other expanded universe stuff. Legacy was awesome. Uh, it really cool was one of my favorite star Wars stories. I'd love to see that. Um, and ultimately also 
I'm at the point now where I'm just like, friggin' Disney, just just continue Legends. Just market it as Legends, but Marvel's going to be doing their what-if uh, what show kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and there's that precedent in the comics. Just, just why not? Make some money. You're, you're going to make your money off of me anyways, but make more of it by continuing Legends. And Let's take all of it. Like I'll, I'll just <laughs> sign my, my, my paychecks and, and EIN checks for free. <laughs> take all my money. Just make everything I want to see. <laughs> and the Plagueis, uh, especially the Plagueis novel, would, would answer so much of the Darth Maul stuff that we've been craving for. Uh, the Plagueis novel yep. in general is just one of the best to me one of the best expanded universe stories and it's one of the most easily adaptable into current canon because uh, there's nothing in it that directly contradicts uh current canon so why not um just i think it. they'll do it they're, they're gonna have to um, yeah i mean well i think what would be really cool too i know i know i mentioned it earlier when i when i brought up the old republic uh, like that was more in in terms of like following the the, the games themselves, but uh, to I mean that's that is my favorite era, and that's what I want to see. But like the the main thing I want to see on screen is the giant war between Sith and Jedi. Right. Yeah. That would be epic. Like, and that could be like as far as like as, as a trilogy goes, that could even be the second one. Like that that would be like the the main battle could be like like Attack of the Clones or like Empire. Like that could be uh. In, Oh, uh, he's dead. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> he's dead. Hey, you're oh, back. he's back. I'm in the middle of that. Um, well, I was going to say, like, I, I don't care for the Old Republic MMO, but I remember the trailer you yeah. got for it and one of the cinematics where, like, 20, 25, whatever amount of Sith just, like, stormed the Jedi Temple and then... It's the two forces just like running at each other, and you're like, "What?" <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I want to see. Yeah, yeah. that would be amazing. Yeah, and that's why the old public is my favorite era, and that's why they they like because like, I mean, I, I love the rule of two and and like the 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 the, the pain and the depth and the darkness of of the dark side. I mean, I I want to I want to see fifty Sith, not just one or two. <laughs> I want I want to see the Sith in their prime when 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 they actually gave the Jedi a run for their money and they, and like that. Yeah, they weren't they, the the Sith themselves weren't a fable, you know. Like I think everyone wants a Lord of the Rings style uh, Star Wars battle. Yeah, that'd be awesome. That'd be awesome. Yes. Yes. Oh my God! Give everybody in Helm with Jedi. Yes. <laughs> I mean, we can't. We, the closest we've come is the Battle of Geonosis, and that, yeah. but that, that was just that was just Jedi. Yeah. You know, there's only, there's only one side had lightsabers. That's not and, cool. And Mace Windu unnecessarily oh, decapitating a father. That was awesome. That, that was, was also really unnecessary. That was not unnecessary. Django was trying to kill him too. Self defense. Self defense. Exactly. <laughs> he could have defended himself without killing him. <laughs> what was he gonna do? Realistic. What was he gonna do? Force push him, knock him out. He didn't. No, he would have come back. Django was. I was also a big fan of, of that death because that's the only time George Lucas was able to direct like a super awesome bad uh, Badeus, as Christian would say, character uh, actually getting a death that fitted him instead of oh I accidentally knocked you down a pit or oh hey I cut you in half because yeah. of reasons. 
Um, Darth Maul. I mean, like, I don't think Darth Maul should have should have quote unquote died in Phantom Menace, but I I actually thought that was a pretty good death. Like that was an epic fight. Um, oh, yeah. Obi Wan got the advantage in half. Like I loved that. I was just like perfect. Like I don't I, want you to go, but that was a good death. I was fine with the fight. It was just the they could have done it another way where if he was if they wanted to show he was cocky. But it was like he they showed how proficient and awesome a fighter he was. And then that mistake is the one he goes with. I, I mean, the, I, the idea that, that, was, that I heard a while ago was um, Maul should have survived through one and two. And then Anakin would have killed him to become Palpatine's apprentice. Right. That would have been cool. Yeah. And that, Anakin that also, Maul fight. That also would have given the fight that people wanted for years. Like vader versus maul basically yeah. <laughs> but i mean they needed that they needed that dooku connection to the to the jedi you know like they need they needed they needed uh palpatine's apprentice to have been a former jedi at that point um, like dooku was very important to his plan i feel like right. we're getting into ter- uh, other territory which could be its own episode <laughs> we're, yeah we're really <laughs> fantasy film the prequels and maybe we'll do that later um so I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I think we're gonna we, cut us off there. <laughs> I, I think I'm gonna call it. We, we definitely hit it. Um, <laughs> but we will. Sure. I, I think between the three of us, we should do a, a fantasy film of the prequels. That could be a lot of fun. Absolutely, um, the way they should have been. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, gentlemen, any, any final words before, before we dip? And I'll also have you know, unlike Darko, when I ask if you have final words, I don't mean I'm going to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> that's usually what he means yes because <laughs> uh, Darko's a murderer yes <laughs> for, the, for the uninitiated Darko's a murderer <laughs> dear listener understand <laughs> dear listener never never anger anger Darko his uh his response is disproportionate and violent <laughs> <laughs> He never invites you over, so if he wants to show you the basement, don't trust him. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, any any final words, gentlemen? <laughs> uh, no, it's just been a good a good time talking for you know two and a half hours. <laughs> <laughs> All right, right on. Uh, well, dear listener, thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's episode of One Cross Radio, and let us know in the comments. Uh, what of these unmade Star Wars movies appeal the most to you? And what other Star Wars unmade topics would you be interested in? Video games, comics, uh, shows? Action what have figures. You? Action figures. <laughs> <laughs> Although at this point, most Star Wars action figures have been made. Uh, with a couple glaring omissions, there are some that the fan base are really ticked off about. They're like, we got that, but we didn't get <laughs> this character? Um, but that's a different episode for a different time and probably a different podcast. <laughs> All that being said, hope you have a wonderful day, gentlemen. Thank you for joining and uh, listener, be sure to check out stereo mics to meet all your vinyl and recording needs. Have a wonderful day and God bless my friends. Take care. Peace.